You're listening to Behind the Wheels with Doug Mason, Dave Walters, and Mike Yeagley. This is a show where we talk about heavy truck and medium-duty axolands. Doug, Dave, and Mike bring close to 100 years of experience and expertise in the transportation business. Join us once a month to learn new things about axolands. Sponsored by Alcoa Wheels, the global leader in aluminum wheel innovation. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Wheels. I'm Mike Yeagley. I'm Doug Mason. And I'm Dave Walters. Today we're going to have an episode on question that we get a lot around here. It's the differences between steel and aluminum. Uh, and also we're going to be touching on different kinds of aluminum wheels. We'll be talking about the differences between forged aluminum wheels and cast aluminum wheels. This is sort of our wheelhouse uh, for a pun there, but, but this is exactly what we spend a lot of time talking about, a lot of time explaining to customers what are the differences, what are the advantages, what are the disadvantages of each of these wheel manufacturing technologies. So we're going to just dive right into it and uh, let's let's get started. So let's start out with steel wheels. Dave, you want to talk a little bit about steel wheels? You know, steel wheels are the dominant wheel in North America trucking. I mean, they are, you know, by far the most popular, and, you know, the main reason of that is cost. They're very prevalent in the market. Now, on a steel wheel, the way they manufacture a steel wheel, there are actually two pieces. There's a rim, and then there's a disc. So, a steel wheel is basically welded together with two pieces, and that's how they make a steel wheel. Then they basically, now they powder coat the wheel to paint it and uh, again it's it's steel and you know then they drill holes and, and and it's very simply made for you know the market and that's why they are very inexpensive or cost-wise to the general public. Now Doug you spent some time making cast aluminum wheels maybe you can tell a little bit about the cast aluminum wheel manufacturing process. Yes certainly yeah cast wheels steel wheels forged wheels all wheels fun to make. Uh, cast wheels was uh, the first part of my career and uh, cast wheels are very you know interesting uh, they're basically like uh, making jello if you want to think of it that way very simplistically you're going to create a liquid that you're going to pour into a permanent mold um, or pressurize really that's the the main process nowadays would be a low pressure casting they call it or where they'll actually put pressure onto the bath of the aluminum it'll then go into the mold against gravity so that is then put into a permanent steel mold uh, it has multiple pieces on it once that it, it has cooled uh, then obviously you open the mold you extract the part and uh, then it would go through other processes that we'll maybe discuss later on advantages and disadvantages where it is goes through an x-ray process or it's looking for particular defects and then it'll go through typically a uh, solution and an aging process and we'll hear a little more about that forgings do a, a similar process they call it age hardening and that's how you get the strength in any particular uh, aluminum alloy that is age hardenable and then once it's done with the uh, the aging process, it'll go into a machining uh, center where they then turn it and mill and drill until you get to the final shape uh, of the wheel. And uh, at that point, it will typically be painted in many different colors, and in some cases even polished. Uh, and we can talk about some of the advantages and disadvantages of trying to polish a, 
a cast wheel versus a forged wheel as we go through here as well. But that's very simply the process of how a cast wheel is made. So now I'll take the forged wheels. Uh, we start out when we're making forged wheels, we start out with a, a bar of aluminum. We cut it to size uh, and then we, we put it into a forge press and there's a blocker and then there's a, a finish press. It's like a, a multiple forge press operation. And so you, you start out with a blocker which makes the wheel into a disc basically. And it starts out, takes that piece of aluminum, makes it into a disc, roughly, and then, then you put it into the, the finish press. It sort of builds up, we call it the skirt, the, the rim section a little bit, but not completely. And then you have, put it in the final uh, forging operation, which gives it the shape that looks closer to a wheel, but it still has a lot of additional metal on it. So there's an extra metal coverage. You take that forging, this raw forging, heat treat it like Doug was saying, the same thing that they do with castings. That's where it really gets its strength. Uh, so you still have one piece of metal that has all the strength in it. And then you send it to the machining. And in the machining, they uh, the mill and drill it. They get it to the shape of an aluminum wheel, polish it up, whatever needs to happen from that point forward for the customer. That's one piece of metal that's uh, one solid piece of metal that you're working with there. So that's that's going to come into play, like Doug said, we'll get into this a little bit more. That's gonna come into play with all the different uh, benefits and uh, that, you, that you get from aluminum wheels. So now that you have an understanding, a basic understanding of the way these three different wheels are made. Steel wheels, I'm just gonna go with steel wheels are welded together, two pieces of metal, two pieces of steel that are welded together. Uh, a cast wheel, it's like Doug said, it, it's you just pour liquid aluminum into a mold and then that cools and you sort of build up your wheel that way. Uh, or forged aluminum, you start out with a solid piece of metal you heat it up a little bit, but not to melting point, and then you have this solid piece of metal that you're working with through the whole process. Those are the three different ways of making wheels, and those you'll start seeing how that plays out in the different advantages and disadvantages as we move forward. So let's talk about the advantages of each of these different wheels. Doug, you want to talk a little bit about the advantages of a cast wheel? I can talk about the advantages of a cast wheel. It kind of falls in the middle uh, between uh, steel and aluminum relative to cost. So there is a bit of a, a cost advantage uh, to going to a cast aluminum wheel over a forged aluminum wheel, uh, but it would be more expensive than a, than a steel. And also some of the advantages that you would have is in the processing of it. It's, it's I'll say, not cheap to set up, but the basic cost to set up a low, ca a low pressure cast plant would be significantly less capital investment than a steel wheel plant or a forged wheel aluminum plant. From a mechanical properties standpoint, it actually has the lowest mechanical properties, but they would be uh, sufficient to do a pass car, light truck, and, and e maybe even some uh, medium duty applications uh, from that perspective. The greatest advantage really to the cast aluminum is the cosmetics that you're able to obtain. Um, as you can imagine, if you're pouring a jello into a mold, you can make it anything you want. And that's what a lot of the Pascar light truck wheels, you'll take a look. Uh, they have all these fancy curves and designs and, and uh, you can do that with, with a casting. Whereas trying to do that with a steel stamped or even a forged aluminum, although you can do it in a forged aluminum, the cost becomes uh, extremely high at that point. 
So I'd say that that's the greatest advantage is its uh, flexibility and styling. I'm going to just take a moment here and uh, sort of define what mechanical properties are, because I think that's a big part of this discussion, and we'll be touching on that a couple of times as we talk. There's a few different mechanical properties, but the one that I, I want to talk about mostly here is elongation. Elongation is, we'll say, the bendability <laughs> or the brittleness of the material and so uh, how easily is that material elongated is it real brittle where you when you try and pull it apart it just snaps right apart like a piece of ice where it doesn't give very much or does it have a lot of elongation like a rubber band or something and elongation the the higher elongation you have it's basically the ability to recover from from some sort of stress and that's going to be a big part of this discussion. And so when you say that mechanical properties are a little lower, what did you mean by that? Well, we would talk about it typically in terms of like yield strength or ultimate strength. If you were to pull something apart, let's just look at it that way. The amount of you know load that you have to use or force you have to use, ideally we would say stress as you pull it apart. And it'll start to get to a point if you had a, a spring, obviously you pull it and it goes back to its original position. And that in itself, you know, there's no permanent deformation that has occurred. But once you pass a certain point, you now have a permanent deformation. That's where the elongation comes in that you were talking about. Right. And as you continue to pull, you're obviously going to break the part. And so the uh, amount, the mechanical properties is really how much load can you hold for the cross-section of material that you have, something that is extremely strong. Maybe you only need a quarter-inch diameter to hold a certain weight. But then you go to a material that has more mechanical properties, then you can imagine you need to have maybe an inch or two inches of diameter to hold that same amount of weight. I don't know if that helps explain it better, but that's what I mean by mechanical properties. Very good. The big advantage of cast mills is going to be, the biggest advantage is, of course, the, the formability. You could make it look however you want. It's going to look great. Uh, that's why they hold up pretty good with lower loads. Uh, and they're relatively cheap. It's a perfect for uh, an automotive application, but those mechanical properties starts getting to be a problem. Those lower mechanical properties start to be a, getting a problem on a heavy-duty application. What about steel wheels? When I talk about steel wheels, the, the first thing that comes into your mind is the cost. Being the lowest cost wheel in the market, that's their big advantage. If you talk to a lot of the fleets, they'll tell you the other big advantage of steel wheels is they don't seem to be stolen very much because they're very low cost and it's pretty much, you know, the industry standard. So you don't have to worry about anybody stealing your steel wheels because that's not what they're going to do. So when they have a lot of trailers in the drop and pick and that the steel wheel looks pretty uh, uh, good because you don't have to worry about somebody and taking the wheels off. So it's really cost. And like I said, you don't, I've never heard anybody stealing steel wheels. Now they might steal the wheels to get the tires if they're good, but most trailer applications, the worst tires they can find. So that doesn't happen. So it's, it's really a cost factor. Hey Dave, just a quick comment. I think uh, you noted that you know, the largest volume of wheels would be steel wheels. But that, if we break that down between trailer and uh, tractor, uh, don't we see basically a very high penetration on the trailer per what you were saying and the fact that there are, you know, 
basically two or three to one trailers to every tractor out there. But then from a tractor perspective, isn't there a higher penetration of uh, forged aluminum wheels than steel wheels? Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the higher penetration of aluminum wheels on the tractors, and, and there's a reason because there's normally, uh, you know, one driver per truck, and that truck is, you know, like maintained where when you're running, most of these companies are running three, four, five trailers per one truck, and... If you're dropping and picking and have trailers everywhere and every lot and every place, that's really where the steel wheels shine is in the trailer market. All right. So really, the big advantage for steel wheels is cost, and, and the, the anti-theft benefits are really a fallout of that. Anybody want to take the advantages of forged aluminum wheels? I can do that. I always tell every training session I do, I say, look, I'm not a professional sales guy, but I'll tell you why you should buy aluminum wheels. And the first thing I always tell them is it's actually the strongest wheel because it's a forged aluminum wheel in the market. And it's also the lightest wheel. And those are two big advantages for most of the customers that, that we deal with. They want strength and they want lightweight. Forged aluminum wheels can do both of that. One of the big problems we have, uh, and I, I did a lot of traveling in, uh, overseas, and I had all sorts of problems where people would look at aluminum wheels and equate them to aluminum cans that you could crush with your hands, and they didn't quite understand what was happening there, that aluminum, just because it's aluminum, is not weak. And we had to pull out some data. We're getting back to those mechanical properties. The, the benefits of the mechanical properties of forged aluminum wheels make them unbelievably strong. It has the, the high yield strength that Doug talked about. It has great elongation, so it bounces back to its original shape pretty easily. And, and so what you end up with is these wheels, like Dave was saying, where they're very light and they're very, very strong. As a matter of fact, we see, and Dave, you might want to talk a little bit about these high-load applications that have are flipping to forged aluminum wheels for exactly that reason. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's funny. I'm sitting here in my office, and I'm looking at, uh, you know, like a triaxle coal truck in Pennsylvania, and when I remember the, I have the picture of the very first one we converted, and now I don't know one in Pennsylvania and a lot of the coal hauling states that don't have aluminum wheels in all their triaxles. And that's a very heavy application and, you know, it's a severe application. They're going off road, they're going on road, they got a lift axle, they're picking that up. And aluminum wheels is standard now, you know, so we do really well in severe applications. They're lightweight so they can haul more payload. So that's really like some of the big advantages. Then we get into, because they are fully machined, the runouts and the balance of an aluminum wheel is tremendous compared to a steel wheel. So we get into the, to those issues that, that's great. Aluminum can also dissipate heat at a better rate than what steel can. So you can dissipate the brake heat and, and, and get it away from, uh, you know, the tire and that. So a lot of... Uh, transit bus industries would do heat studies, the difference between aluminum wheels and steel wheels, and found out that you know, certain tires were getting so hot because of the steel wheels, so they went to aluminum wheels as their general spec. So 
I mean, the dissipation of heat is a great thing that most people don't think about. And, you know, there's some great advantages of aluminum wheels where the steel wheels, when you get into refurbishing costs, it used to be a lot cheaper. Powder coat paint is not cheap to refurbish a steel wheel. Uh, aluminum wheel, you don't really have to ever refurbish it. So, I mean, there's a lot of advantages on forged aluminum wheel. Yeah, you make up another point, uh, Dave, that we talked didn't talk about really for forged aluminum. We kind of mentioned in cast, you get this, you know, the cosmetic benefit in terms of shape, but uh, forged aluminum wheels uh, are typically made out of 6,000 series alloy, which when polished, bring a very bright shine. And so for the customer who wants that, you know, bright bling look on their vehicle, now we have different uh, tastes out there, obviously, but that this is one product that will allow you to give it that high look and uh, that high shine. And I think that in some ways is part of the reason why there's like a better resale value, typically with uh, aluminum wheels. The fact that they are aluminum and, and maybe they're worth more, uh, that also gives you a good resale value on the truck and the way it looks. But there is the cosmetic uh, portion that is a, a good advantage for the uh, forged aluminum wheel as well. You touched on the resale because I deal with a lot of truck dealerships, and they'll tell you that aluminum wheels maintain. There's not a second owner that comes in, and I heard it best the one time. He's like, look, the second person buying that truck is so important. And if it has aluminum wheels, they're getting some some value out of that the payback is tremendous because it holds the market and these guys want aluminum wheels on that second so resale is a giant value with aluminum wheels one of the things you brought up that is counterintuitive to a lot of people is the heat benefit and so i want to talk a little bit about that and just my experience with uh with heat and uh and aluminum wheels and steel wheels we did some testing years ago and dave i think you were part of that where we put thermocouples all over the wheels. We did a lot of start-stop, and, and uh, I believe it was a, a trash-hauling sort of application. And what we saw was that the steel wheel held onto that. After they parked the vehicle, uh, the aluminum wheel was able to dissipate that heat very quickly. That built up over the course of the day. But the steel wheel held onto that heat even after the vehicle was stopped, and you saw that heat, the, the temperatures rise in the lot. And so the, the tires and everything was just sitting there cooking out in the lot because the steel wheel was not able to give up that heat very quickly. And one of the great things about aluminum wheels is they do give up that heat very quickly. And so you end up having a, a better overall system. It all comes down to heat damage to anything as a matter of time and temperature. So when, you, when you're sitting there, when it's sitting there cooking in the lot after a day of running, that's going to cause problems. Like I said, it's a little, everybody knows that aluminum transfers heat better and so a lot of people will say hey you know aluminum transfers heat it's going to seems like it would get hotter than steel it's going to take that heat away from the brakes and everything else that's happening very easily you know why do you say that heat is a is a benefit and it really the big benefit is when it's sitting after it stops and it it's sitting in the lot cooking and the, the aluminum doesn't cook it, it gives up the heat real quick and the whole system is cooled down rel relatively fast I mean, I've done, over my 32 years here, every heat study that we've ever done with the transit and with the waste haulers. And, and the reason that they're so critical, an average waste truck in residential stopping six to 700 stops every, every stop, you know, 
you're out in Phoenix, Arizona during the summer, you're going to have some extreme heat just to start with and then stop that truck that many times. So when we did these uh, studies, they were basically going through tires uh, because the tires got too hot and they cooked the bead. So a a lesser degree of of wheel basically was saving tire life for these uh, refuge haulers. And same with the bus. Uh, transit because they're stopping like that. So a normal over-the-road truck doesn't near have the brake heat. You know, we can say, hey, coming down out of the Rocky Mountains, you might heat up, but uh, those guys are every day just stop and go, stop and go. So very abusive industry. And that was to your point, Mike, uh, you were saying basically about the conductivity and how uh, rapid the aluminum can conduct the heat. And I think I was looking at those studies, Dave, and it was interesting is that the steel, obviously, as it begins to heat up and the stops continue to go, it can't reduce the heat as quickly uh, as the aluminum. And so its peak temperature was always higher than that of the aluminum going through the same run. In addition to what you're talking about, uh, Mike, where uh, when it's stopped, it continues to rise or hold the heat as well for a longer period of time. So you had a peak temperature situation as well as the time, and you would note that it's time at temperature, which really creates damage in components. So let's talk a little bit about the disadvantages of these different technologies. Who wants to take on CAST, the disadvantages of CAST? Yeah, well, I can do that. That's, again, my, my field from a previous life. And really the disadvantage, we said one of them would be it is the lower mechanical properties, but it's it's adequate for the usage that it's, it's intended for typically. But what you run into and why you can't get into the higher loadings with a reasonable weight is because in a casting situation, you have what they call a casting defects. You get porosity, and there's ways to mitigate that, but you always have some porosity. You always have some inclusions, and these things reduce uh, the fatigue life uh, of a component. So there are incongruities, we'll say, within the material uh, that can be reduced, and there's many uh, ways that it's done. Uh, I used to work on how to create an inclusion-free casting, which is not possible, Uh, but uh, you can really improve them, but they still come in at a lower, uh, basically, mechanical property and a lower fatigue uh, strength or fatigue life um, component. And so that would be the main disadvantage to the casting because you can get everything else. You can get the, you can get a pretty high polish. Not It's not as high a polish or a high luster as you would see in a forged aluminum. The 6000 series just has more copper. It has a better um, ability to shine, uh, but you can make them quite shiny. And then you can obviously paint them any color with all contrasting colors. And you see that in the vehicles today, two tones, and they get into claddings and partial claddings and all these unique things that they do in the pass car and light truck, which when you get to the heavy truck, basically we really want the lightest that we can get for the lowest cost at the best benefit and the brightest. So that would be cast wheel disadvantage, basically. One of the big disadvantages I've seen with cast wheel is impact also, and that comes from those mechanical properties yes. we talk yes. about so much. And there are some tests that, that are industry tests where you basically just have the wheel sitting on the stand and you drop a load on it, you drop some sort of weight on it. And when you do that with an aluminum, a forged aluminum wheel, it'll bang it up, but the wheel pretty much keeps its shape. It doesn't really have too much trouble with it. I don't think we've ever failed that test. It's it's a very easy test for us to pass, I should say. The cast wheels, when you do that same test, they just explode. We did that test with some wheels, um, and it was one of the earlier ones that we did years and years ago. We dropped this load onto the wheel, 
and pieces of the wheel were flying out into the parking lot of the test lab. They went 30, 40, 50, 60 feet away. Lucky we didn't hurt anybody. Lucky we didn't <laughs> destroy any cars with those wheel parts that were just flying everywhere. It was like a bomb went off. And that's one of the big problems with cast wheels is that impact resistance. They, they just don't have it. And that's something that is very dramatic to see. Yeah, and let's, uh, let's make sure we clarify this. We're talking in the heavy truck industry, and we're talking yes. about extreme yes. weights because in the past car light truck, they do have impact testing as well, and the uh, ability for a cast wheel to pass those loads, it, it's capable. It's when yes. you get to these very high loads that we need for the uh, you know, the medium-duty and really the heavy-duty market that what you're saying you know, takes place. Right. Yeah, I don't mean to <laughs> strike fear into people about their auto wheels. There's no concern there. But when you get into those those high loads that we're seeing in the heavy truck industry, then impact resistance of a cast wheel really becomes an issue. So let's talk a little bit about the disadvantages of steel. When people talk about steel wheels, they always talk about runouts. And, and runouts, because you're technically welding two pieces together, the runouts are so much greater than what a forged aluminum wheel is that there's a big difference on runout. And so people will always say, well, what does that mean? Well, you know, your steer tires are your most expensive tires on the truck. And, uh, you know, do you want them actually running as true as possible? Well, with a steel wheel, that's runout is definitely an issue. So we, we talk about runouts. Then we get into the refurbishing because we live in a very corrosive world because of some of the de-icing equipment and, and solutions that they use. Unfortunately, with steel, you're going to have corrosion, and then you're going to send it out to a refurbish shop, so you have a cost. And when, when you go talk to the fleets and you keep saying, here's the cost of this mounting up, I mean, you can run the numbers and say, wow, if I'm going to keep that wheel for a certain period of time, this just doesn't cost justify having some of that. So those are some of the bigger issues, uh, you know, disadvantages of the steel wheel and the weight. I mean, it's a very heavy, you know, they've done a remarkable job taking weight out of steel wheels, but it's still so much heavier than the aluminum wheel. You can add up, you know, some pretty good weight. So those, those are some of the big disadvantages I see. Really have to tip your hat to the steel wheel guys. The the weight they've taken out is remarkable. They've done a great job there. Even with the work that they've done, it doesn't approach aluminum, but they've done a lot. Understanding the technology that goes into that, it really is remarkable. The the one point I wanted to bring up was the runout. We did some testing uh, years ago. We showed the runout of aluminum wheel versus a steel wheel. If you can imagine. The, the runout is basically a measure of how round a wheel is. And so what this test did was it measured a circle. If it was a perfect circle, it would be a perfect wheel. And any variation from that, any place where the wheel got a little bit out of round, the line sort of wandered from that perfect round one. And when you looked at an aluminum wheel, uh, Alcoa wheel, aluminum wheel, it was perfectly round. It came out of the, uh, it was, you know, tiny variation from the perfect round. 
But when you put the steel wheel, they measured a steel wheel, and this was a well-made steel wheel. This wasn't a Chinese, there were some really bad Chinese steel wheels, but this was a pretty well-made steel wheel, but the, it still looked like it was a flower or something. It was all over the place. The, the line was coming in and out and in and out of that perfection. And that comes down to, like Dave was saying, the welding process. It's very, very difficult to maintain uh, that perfect roundness when you have to weld these two pieces together. That's what they were struggling with, and that's why it has that run-out problem. Who wants to take on the disadvantages of aluminum wheels? Doug, you want to touch on that one? Yeah, and, and add a, another comment, too, that maybe we'll oh. into it. For the steel wheel, and I think you mentioned a little bit of this um, from a maintenance perspective, uh, the painting of a, a wheel, uh, obviously, it can be in the chip, or to rust, and that creates issues in the mounting surface. So there, there needs to be attention paid to that area of a steel wheel in more detail. And like you were saying, Dave, it creates the need for the refurbishment over time that, that has to take place. In an aluminum wheel, that is much reduced, but there is still a need to maintain wheels in general, uh, to take a look at how they're, whenever they're mounted, uh, dismounted, when they have tires removed, you do an inspection, you do a review. And, and so, I guess a disadvantage would be that it's not perfect and you still have to work on it. That would be a disadvantage. But I think the greatest disadvantage, unfortunately, and we continue to work on this all the time, is the cost of a, of a forged aluminum wheel. It is the most expensive, and that has to do with you know all of the processing uh, variables for doing a forged wheel, the capital that's involved, and the, the cost from the, the polishing or the finishing perspective. And so that would probably be one of the biggest disadvantages for the forged wheel that we're always working with and trying to offset with the advantages, obviously, that we see in a, in a forged aluminum wheel. I think that covers it, everybody. So we talked a little bit about the different manufacturing processes. We talked about the advantages of each one of these technologies and the disadvantages. Hopefully, with this information, given your specific situation and what you need, need for your application. I'll be frank, like we said, sometimes the steel wheels make the most sense. If you're in a trailer application, sometimes that's going to make the most sense. Other times, aluminum wheels are going to make the most sense. And like an automotive, and some cast wheels make the most sense. So hopefully, we've learned a thing or two when this is what's best for what situation. If you have any questions, drop us a line. You can catch us on the Alcoa Wheels website. I think that's all we've got for today. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Sponsored by Alcoa Wheels, the global leader in aluminum wheel innovation, manufacturing, and technology. Inventing the first forged aluminum wheel in 1948, its team of experts continue to develop the most lightweight, efficient, and high-performing commercial vehicle aluminum wheel products. Bringing you revolutionary innovations like Alcoa Durabrite wheels, Alcoa Durablack wheels, the new Alcoa Wheels hubboard technology, and the lightest truck wheel on the market, Alcoa Ultra One 22.5 by 8.25 wheel. Alcoa Wheels, the global leader in aluminum wheel innovation.